Welcome to Find Your Purpose Podcast. It doesn't matter what you've been through or even what you're going through now. There is a good purpose for your life. And the good news is it's discoverable. And when you find it and you begin to live it, you will achieve real, authentic success. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Well, we're so glad everybody joined us today. Rhonda, we're going to talk about something very interesting today, and we are going to be talking about why we say yes to Mm. things. And, you know, I really believe that this starts, for me at least, even in childhood. I had a couple of good little girlfriends, and my mom used to say, three's a crowd, and I always found myself in a situation, even as an eight, nine, 10 year old girl, I was saying yes to please these other two little friends. Like it's the littlest of things. Like we wanted to play something or they wanted to play something. And I didn't, I always said yes. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I was afraid they were going to be upset with me. I was afraid they weren't going to like me. But you know what's crazy? I think that goes right into our adulthood into our business relationships, our personal relationships, saying yes to a lot of things. What are your thoughts? Oh, I could not agree more. I had the same kind of experience of, I mean, I, you know, I had a a weird childhood and, and we didn't have working plumbing. And so I would go months and months and months without taking a bath or washing my hair or anything like that. And so I just wasn't easy to look at. And so kid, I didn't make friends and kids didn't play with me. I wasn't chosen for the team and all that kind of stuff. So if I wanted to belong, if I wanted somebody to play with me, I felt like I had to do something. So I had to give my lunch. If I had a lunch, lots of times I didn't have lunch, but I I had to give whatever I had, or I had to do something or, you know, so in order to be a part or included, um, I had to do something like that. So I became a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And so you're so right. That just goes right into your teenage years. It goes right into your adult life where on the job, I was the one who would say, oh, I'll run and get lunch for everybody or I'll, I'll do that. Oh, I'll stay late. Oh, yes, I'll help you move this weekend. I'll because I wanted so badly to belong. Right. Yeah, we want to belong. And I think there's a certain that that acceptance. That's definitely what happens in childhood. But I think it happens in adulthood. You know, that there's a, a, an aspect of our lives where we want to be accepted. And so we say yes to things, you know, and so both of us are reminiscing about those patterns that that set themselves. So what we're talking about today is why do we say yes? It's acceptance. I think sometimes there's such a comfort in feeling accepted when, like you said, going and getting lunch for everybody and they go, oh, Rhonda, thank you. Oh, my goodness. You went and got us lunch. Oh, it's not great. And I think sometimes it's about making other people happy. When I think about my friends or when I've said yes to something, and we're certainly not suggesting that you don't ever say yes, and we'll circle back to it. But what are the reasons we do? Are we making other people happy? I think sometimes 
I've had to ask myself, am I trying to impress somebody with my work ethic, with my, you know, my ability to, to say yes, to do an extra thing or whatever, you know, and I've really had to check myself and pray about, you know, am I saying yes to impress people around me? Oh, that's really good. You know, what, uh, what you made me think of when, when you were talking, I was thinking, okay, what about the people who are in relationship with somebody? It could be a spouse, it could be your sister, it could be, you know, but somebody close in your life who isn't happy. And we try to keep them happy or they're maybe they're ill or whatever, they're irritable and and there's and they sort of create drama because they're just miserable and they sort of make everybody else miserable. And so then what do we do? We try to keep peace. Right. So, okay, knowing, let's see, I this this is gonna set set him off. So I'm gonna try to do this to mitigate the the drama that I can see coming down the road. And and so that it it goes to that whole thing of keeping other people fixed. And the reality, Jenny, you already know what I'm going to say. We can't keep anybody fixed. And so it's a, it's a hamster wheel. Once you get on that and then people start expecting. So whatever you're doing is no longer the above and beyond that people appreciate. It's, it's expected that you're going to do this and you're going to try to keep me happy and you're going to try to keep peace and you're going to be the one who holds the family together or whatever it is. And man, I mean, that is an exhausting life. It sure is. And then people become expectant of you. They expect you to do that all the time. And, you know, the reality is sometimes people will use you, you know, they're not being responsible in their job or whatever the situation is, if they can get somebody else to do it and, and get, you know, relinquish some of their responsibilities, you know, that's kind of a scary place to be. And we, you know, I'm just challenging. I've been there, you know, saying yes and, and whatever. So I began to ask myself some questions to, to deal with my yes. Is saying yes, becoming a burden. You know, if our listeners could really ask, answer that question, is it becoming a burden? Is it taking you away from some other things that you need or want to be doing? Not, not selfish things necessarily. So is it, is it a burden? And secondly, is saying yes, inauthentic? Is it an inauthentic action that I'm taking just to please somebody, just to, to get a kudos, just to, you know, because what we really want to go with this is we want to say yes to our purpose. Yes. Taking a bunch of things on that are inauthentic, you know, I I mean, you know, if we want to bake cookies for the the lady who's been sick or whatever it is, maybe she eats cookies when she's sick. I'm just kidding. But, you know, we want to go do something nice for someone. That's one thing saying yes to that. But pretty soon it becomes burdensome and we are trapped in a situation where, you know, it's inauthentic, we're irritated about doing it. That's not feeling like goodness anymore. It's just yeah. feeling like a burden. Exactly. Exactly. And and the thing is, you know, if you when you when we do that, 
whatever we do to get a friend is what we have to do to keep the friend. And, and that is never part of our purpose. It really isn't. And that's the whole, you know, this is the find your purpose podcast. So why are we talking about this? It's because this is one of the distractions to the fulfillment of our purpose. When we don't respect ourselves enough and then, you know, that sounds like super harsh, harsh language, but if we really step back and we say, well, how do we fill our days? What do we do? Are we, are we just running, running, running all day long until we just collapse into bed? And, and then we think, I know, and I'm saying this for me, this is, I've, I've had, you know, many years of this kind of experience where I fall into bed at night and I go, what in the world uh, did I get accomplished today? And I really can't put my, you know, wrap my arms around something that I did, that I felt good about, completed it, you know, why? Well, because of saying yes to a bunch of things that I shouldn't have said yes to, because I didn't stop and really think, does this move me closer to my goals, my purpose, my plan. Now, for somebody who doesn't know their purpose, well, I mean, you could live your whole entire life sort of, you know, saying yes to everything and everyone. And what are you doing? You're helping, you're maybe helping them fulfill their purpose, but you're not fulfilling your purpose. And you're never going to feel that, you know, Jenny, you and I both know we're living in our purpose, that that beautiful sense of contentment that you can only get by being in the sweet center of God's purpose for your life. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing as I'm listening to you talk the same, I think sometimes we say yes, because it is an intentional distraction from where we might be going or we should go. Right. Like, for example, if you're a a person who has a contract with your job and you know that you would your purpose is leading you somewhere else we may say yes to the contract because we're afraid of stepping out we're, we we go you know what i'm comfortable there's that whole thing of being comfortable again i'm going to sign the contract again and stay because it's comfortable you know or my yes keeps me distracted from that new thing from that next purpose, that next place in my life. And so one of the things that I was thinking about when we were talking about saying yes, is when we talk about purpose, I think we need to first practice saying no to some of the things that are burdensome, you know, or authentic. And, you know, if people don't like it, my mom and dad used to say, if they don't like it, they can lump it. You know, it was a silly little sting and I used to giggle about it, but it's true. If they don't like it, they can lump it. You know, simple things. But I think we need to say yes to newness when it comes to our purpose, as our purpose is coming into, into, into view. If we're changing careers, if we're on a new trajectory, moving to a new city, there's a new thing that God is doing in your heart. We have to say yes to newness. Hmm. We have to be able to say yes to a new journey and a new track and, a, you know, I, I've been in a career for 20 years. I'm going to shift directions or whatever a listener may be going through. We have to learn to say yes to that, even when it feels kind of scary or different. 
and not as comfortable as the yes place that we used to live. Mm -hmm. When we're going to go and find and fulfill our purpose, God has already planted it, but sometimes it takes us years to discover it. Mm -hmm. We have to say yes to the new journey. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, every single day I have my prayer time. Uh, and you know, lots of times my husband's in a hurry. We're supposed to go somewhere or do something. I'm like, no, you want me to have my prayer time. Trust me. I'm a much better human when I, when I have my meeting with Jesus first thing. And so I have my prayer time and I, and I, I pray and I encourage everybody to do this and ask God, okay, what's the most essential thing you want me to do today? What is the thing that you have for me to do that only I can do? that goes to the fulfillment of his purpose for my life. And I'm not saying, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be some grand profound, here comes the news vans to interview me, you know, kind of, no, it can just be, you know, I'm praying and then I listen and I don't hear an audible voice from God, but like an idea will pop into my head. Oh, I need to call so-and-so. And if if I sit and try to make it logical, I'll talk myself out of it. Oh, gosh, I haven't talked to so-and-so in seven years. I don't know if this person's even going to remember me. And, you know, so I'll talk myself out of it. The times when I pray, listen, and then act is the third step. And it's so simple. It's such a simple formula. The times when I've called got an idea in my prayer time, call this one, email this one, um, make a lunch date with that one, check in on this one. I'm telling you, Jenny, things just happen. I've heard so many times somebody say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you called me. I was thinking about you because da, 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 and so, and there's an opportunity, you know, come speak at this event. Or uh, there's a there's a teenager going wrong who she just she reminds me of you. I think she'll listen to you. Will you talk to her? You just don't know what's going to come of that. And we really never know if we don't act. So I want to encourage people pray, listen, act, repeat every day. Because just like the manna in the wilderness, they didn't, you know, God didn't send a Costco size of manna for them to eat for a month. No, it was day by day. And so we have to do this every single day. Right. I think that's huge. And, you know, that's the thing is when you're describing the phone call to somebody or someone you haven't talked to in seven years or whatever, that's the other thing about our purpose. Sometimes it it feels unfamiliar, but it's not unfamiliar to God because he knit it and wove it into our ever living being. And he wants us to, to, to live it out. So sometimes I think we have a free will to choose, to, to move to this, to that. But I think that there is a, a way that we can really trust God, you know, in, like you said, with prayer and we trust him, even when we don't understand when he's prompting us to do something, when he's prompting us to say yes to something, even if we feel nervous about it or we feel fear or we feel some trepidation about it, you know, saying yes to God is always the best yes we can do. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. (laughs) If we're going to say yes, for Pete's sake, let's not say yes to everybody but God. (laughs) 
<laughs> let's check in with let's check in with the creator of the universe and see what you know what the plans are there and go with that. I love that. So you know, you were an educator for twenty five years. I I have uh, some homework for for everybody. I don't know if you have any suggestions that you want to leave people with. Go ahead. All That's right. Okay. So I was thinking. Okay, when I was a yes person you know, back when, and I was younger, here's what I learned to do. So um, you might have some different ideas, but this is just what worked for me. I learned to say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that I can't fill in the blank, help you move this weekend, um, take your kids for the weekend, uh, work in the nursery, at church. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's so hard for me. I will almost do anything, but work in the, and I love the babies, love them. But me with like six or seven kids, I'll have no hair left. So, um, I learned to say, I'm so sorry that I can't do that. I'm so sorry that I can't. And I used to add 47 reasons why I couldn't. And then I realized, you know what? We really don't owe anyone an, in, uh, an in-depth excuse as to why we can't say yes. It's really not anybody's business. I don't have to go into, well, you know, my foot hurts and I can't, you know, whatever. No. And really, people don't want to hear it anyway, because they have to move on and find somebody who will do what they need done. The other thing, let's see, I said, I learned to say, mm, I can't do that, but here's what I can do. So maybe I can't help you move on Saturday all day, but maybe I could come by on Friday for a couple of hours and help you pack or come by on Sunday afternoon and help you unpack or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I learned to say, well, you know what we could do? Why don't we do that together? Because in some cases where somebody's sort of trying to pawn off on you something that they really don't want to do, uh, and you sense that, well, okay, basically what you're saying is I respect myself enough and I respect you too. Right. That I'm I'm not going to let you uh, get out of your responsibility and put it all on me, but I feel the your fear or anxiety or whatever it is about doing a certain thing. So how about we do it together? Um, and, and I guess those are my, that's, that's my whole entire, uh, you know, homework is learn to say something that works for you so that you don't just say yes to everything. Oh, I know what the other one, one last thing. I always think in my head, if somebody says, Hey, uh, two months from now, I'm going to be doing this. And I wonder if, you know, would you do it with me? I used to say yes, because ah, it's two months from now. Well, guess what? Two months comes around. And I always, now I think, okay, if that was today, would I do it? And if the answer was, is, 
ooh, no, I don't want to get on a plane and fly here. I don't want to do, you know, some big thing. Uh, if it was today, if I wouldn't do it, then I have to say no. Because the date will come and then I will be, um, you know, not feeling great about that. Yes. And wishing I hadn't agreed to it and whatever else. So, so think about if it was today. So those are my homework things. Do you have anything? Do you have anything? I, to add those, to I think those homework things are great. And the only thing I would add is I think that, you know, even just sit down and both you and I are, are writers, Rhonda, we like to write everything down and take notes and, you know, just take a few minutes you know, today or, you know, sometime later in the week and take a few minutes and going and say to ask yourself, what am I saying yes to that feels burdensome? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, you know, something that your boss asks you to do. I mean, we're not suggesting those kinds of things. I mean, we need to, there's an authority and all of that, you know, but I mean, the things that I'm saying yes to that are burdensome, you know, or inauthentic, or I just don't want to do anymore for fear of disappointing. I mean, one of the things you and I talk about Rhonda is healthy relationships. If you have a healthy relationship with someone, you can say no in some of the circumstances with them. You know, I have many close friends and, and, you know, if I say no, I say no. And I think that they understand because that's really a healthy relationship when they say, you know, Rhonda, I understand you can't do that, you know? And so I think that's an important, that's kind of a whole, but that's one of the things that we talk about in find your purpose is healthy relationships. If everybody around you is ticked off every time you say no to them, you know, you might want to reassess that. But again, sitting down and sort of looking at your life as a whole and draw a picture of these are a couple of things that I I'm tired of saying yes to. Because I think sometimes we get so over busy and so overstimulated, you know, in doing things and we just busy, busy and and, and we're irritated. Right. And so if we can, if there's a couple, you and I always say, knock a few peas off your plate, get rid of a couple things that are becoming a burden by saying yes, and say yes to the purpose for which you've been called. That is so good, Jenny, and that's a great place to leave it. So I just want to encourage everybody, uh, subscribe, share this with a friend, come back next week. Next week, we're talking about the fear of failure. And, uh, and there's so many aspects of uh, finding and then living every single day for the rest of your life in your purpose. So don't miss it. Come back. Hey, you. Yes, you. I think you're awesome. And if you're not sure about that, then I want you to have a copy of my book, How to Get to Awesome, 101 Ways to Find Your Best Self. I want you to have it so badly that right now I have it offered on my website with free shipping for half off. It is only $6.48. Go to Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, click on books and get yourself a copy of How to Get to Awesome. Hey everybody, we love working with people about your real success and finding your purpose. One of the things that we believe in facets of your real success is healthy relationships. 
and surrounding yourself with people who can really dig in and help you find your purpose because it's discoverable. And one of the ways to do that might be even life coaching. I love to work with people and invest in you and helping you find your purpose, which leads to your real success. So if you'd like to know more about this, please shoot me an email at dreambiggerlifecoaching at gmail and start the life coaching process to help you find your real purpose. Hey, thanks for joining us today at the Find Your Purpose podcast. We hope you'll subscribe and share this with a friend and consider joining our community of people who are seeking and living their purpose and achieving real success. And most of all, we want to hear about your purpose and your real success. Go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, and subscribe and just tell us about your success. We really want to hear from you.